Welcome to Disrespectfully Agree with Oatman and LJ. I am LJ. I am Mike Oatman. This week, we're going to talk about the superhero movie that everyone's talking about. It's in the zeitgeist. It's taken over media. Shazam! Bam! A.K.A. Captain Marvel. The original Captain Marvel. Wasn't there a Shaquille O'Neal movie called Shazam or something? Kazam. Kazam. It's Kazam. Kazam. Okay. I did not see Kazam. Can you say the same? I I did not see Kazam as well. Hmm. Although I would like to see Shazam versus Kazam. Bam! No, you wouldn't. Bam, put that together. No. A 50-year-old Shaq fighting Shazam? No. Genies don't age. That's a fair point. Oh, he's a genie in him? I believe he was a genie. <laughs> you saw that movie, you liar. I saw the trailer. You saw the movie. The trailer you saw was that everywhere. Movie. You saw that movie twice. No. Although I have seen Freddy vs. Jason twice. You got a Shazam outfit somewhere at the house or a Kazam outfit somewhere. Man, you can't even get your insults right. This is a fair point. <laughs> Uh, fresh off his death in Thor Ragnarok, where he's unceremoniously destroyed, killed by Hela, we have the nerd from, what was that TV show? Are you talking about Bob or Paul or Steve? Mm. It's a guy's name, right? Yes. I think. Zachary Levi played a nerd. A gorgeous, gorgeous nerd. <laughs> uh, what the hell was he, that damn he show? He was in Thor Ragnarok? I got it. It was Chuck. Chuck. Figured it. it out. I know it was some dude's name. Yeah, Chuck. Uh, I did not enjoy that show, but I sure loved Yvonne Strahovski. Hello. Her performance in Mass Effect 2. Mwah. Superb. <laughs> I know everybody's with me. Go back. He was in Thor Ragnarok? That's who? Yeah, he was in the first one for sure. What were they? The Warriors 3? Uh, he was the one nobody paid attention to with like a, a rapier. How did I miss that? Because he was just a dude that got killed real quick in Thor Ragnarok. Okay. <laughs> it was, okay. It was there was the big guy who was who was trying to get Thor back okay. on the Bifrost. Okay. Uh, who was a buddy of his? He's a big guy with all the hair. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then yeah. Zachary Levi was over there as well with his rapier, and she just threw a dagger at his face. Uh, was he the one that was supposed to have an extra line or something? And then he wanted an extra line in there. So no one of them really complained that he wished he wished that he charged her and said, for the whatever the planet name is. Asgard? Yeah, for Asgard or whatever. That could have been anybody. A million people uh, died in that thing. Yeah. Yeah, so killed off in that. Lady Sif, I guess, is still around, didn't see her die. In any case, not important. Here we have Zachary Levi in a rubber suit. What'd you think? I thought it was very good. Really? Very well done. For a kid movie, this was pretty strong. That's a key point. This is very much a kid's movie. Oh, it's a kid's movie. Yeah, it's a it's a Disney-esque kid movie. Here's the weird thing, though. PG-13. Yeah, but it, yeah, you're it's right. It's brutal at Yeah, times. you're right. There are some rougher spots, but it's just a new age kid movie. And, and a well done one, like for kids. 13-year-olds. Yeah, it was very much that. At several points, I was like, I might love this if I were eight. Yeah, if I was 13, this would be great. Like, they make sure not to make it too dark for today's 13-year-old. I mean, there are places where it can turn darker, and it doesn't. There's that boardroom scene. Pretty nightmarish. Not really, though. Not really. I think it's almost... The implied violence is kind of worse, in a way. 
Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. It, it's it's definitely a little. It's it's on the ragged edge of being tough, but not really. It's it's yeah, yeah. It's very much cartoonish violence. And and for today's kids, which are a little rougher and more tumble than kids, maybe t- even twenty years ago, it's fine. But yeah, are they in the, in this day and age of Absolutely. like uh, yeah. snowplow parents? Oh yeah. Well, it depends on what neighborhood you're in. Sure. <laughs> you know, it depends on your neighborhood. Yeah, in my neighborhood, I'm not sure if the kids are going to be uh, prepared. Well, I just think that they're, <laughs> I think they they're just a lot more visually plugged into violent images. They're not as, um, it, you know, they're used to turning on their YouTube and seeing bums fighting in the park and more violent content. We had less violent content just because we just had less access to digital content. Now there's so much access to digital content. Language is what hurts <clears throat> us now. There you go. Exactly. Um, exactly. You're exactly right. And so for visual imagery and stuff, that doesn't throw these kids like it might have thrown people. I remember years ago when they had this website and it was called, God, what was it called? It was a website that would show horrible deaths and crazy stuff or whatever. Oh, the internet. <laughs> well, that's what's funny. It is the internet now. But back then, it was this one site you could go to see horrible death. It's almost 20 years ago or 15 years ago or whatever. Everybody was like, oh, you go to this horrible site. now." It's America Online. Now it's just the whole internet. Like, you, you get that anywhere. Now that's a, that's a Facebook stream. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's a meme. That's nothing. So, yeah, I, I thought the violence wasn't that bad at all. I've seen much worse violence. It's more violence in the Marvel movies. When I was a kid, I don't know when this movie came out, but, you know, I saw Gremlins. Those are the, those are the, the classic yeah. two movies that get, always get put up there as the reason the PG-13 rating was created. <laughs> Gremlins and Temple of Doom. Yeah. Temple of Doom has boy, ooh, that yeah, was, was rough tough. for me. Yeah, that was tough. That was that was rough. And uh then there's the weird movies that that scarred my childhood that aren't really violent but they're creepy as hell. In weird did not see The Exorcist. Oh my god, just awful. I threw up after The Exorcist. This was supposed to be a kids movie. It was Return to Oz. That was t- <laughs> Do You see Return to Oz? I did. Everything about that movie was disturbing to me. There, the Wheelers. Are you afraid of little people, Alger? I don't think there are that many little people in that. It was the Wheelers. It was the desert that if you touched any part of the sand, you turned to sand. It was the uh, the lady with all the walls of heads in cases that all could come alive at any time and scream. It was the flying moose head, uh, uh, the mountain king wearing her slippers. Very <laughs> Everything about it was completely disturbing. Even the characters supposed to like, like Jack, Pumpkinhead Jack, was horrifying to behold. <laughs> Deeply disturbing. But then there's this. Takes place in Philly, which was a nice change of pace. It, unlike all the other DC movies that take place in fictional fantasy cities. Mm-hmm. It's Philly. There you go. Let's talk about the suit. What'd you think? I thought it was awful. But but <laughs> but awful in a in a it's actually awful in a good way. Okay. Um it's intentionally cheesy. Yeah, and I think and it goes back to what we were talking about the violence. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes when you take the violence and you put it within a certain context. Mm-hmm. Like that suit is a contract with the audience. Sure. When you see that suit, it's it just says Sit back and relax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a kid's movie. It's, you're going to be fine. It, it, and that's what that suit kind of says. And when, you, when you see that suit, it kind of makes all, all the stuff that follows, 
you see it through the lens of a, of a kid's non-offensive movie. And this film is very non-offensive in a lot of ways. I mean, even towards the end, there's an end part where, spoiler alert. Uh, All right, spoilers coming, everybody. Here's, spoilers the, here's coming. the point. Warning. Uh, there's a point in which some of the young kids in here who are orphans sort of get the power of Shazam and become superheroes themselves. And this is the uh, Marvel family, although we're, I don't know if we're allowed to call them that anymore. But yeah, originally they were the Marvels. The Marvel yeah. And so the fights, the fight sequences there are so benign and and nonviolent and lacking in malice and lacking in real destruction that you would expect for people this powerful fighting beings that powerful. It's such a, you know, it's like a, a fight a, it's off It's a of, bloodless affair. Yeah, it's like when you used to watch G.I. Joe and they would have all of these 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 bullets, these uh, laser bullets flying around, but nobody gets shot. Well, sometimes planes <clears throat> get blown up, but everybody's got a parachute. Yeah. You know, you know what it kind of reminded me of years ago. I saw um, Transformers. Which one? The first movie. Oh, it's awful. Well, they're, I, they're all bad, I assume. But no, the first one is great. But it, it disagree. But you're insane. But the first nope. one is great. And 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 but my point is, it was a little traumatic because we were raised on the cartoon, the TV show. Also so, bad. So in the TV show, there's all these shots going around. and and they're shooting at each oh, other. Oh, you're talking about the cartoon movie. Yeah, the cartoon movie. Oh, from 85 or Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. I, was, I thought you were talking about the Michael Bay movie. Oh, yeah, they're horrid. Those are, <laughs> those are horrid. Okay, all right. So yeah, we're on the same page. Oh, yeah, we're on the same page. Those are horrid. Okay. So they're shooting at each other, and there are all these bl- cartoon bullets flying around or whatever. Yep. So then we're like, oh, we're going to the movies to see Transformers. So then I go to the movies, yeah. and I'm sitting there in my seat, and it's a kid's movie or whatever. And, like, people are dying. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, 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 there's carnage, and, like, people's chests are being ripped up. I'm like, oh my god! Action figures I owned are dead now. <laughs> yeah, they're dead. Like, like you can see them dying, and like the stakes got raised, and I was like, wow, I did not get this memo. <laughs> this is way intense. Like to me, that was way more intense because they set that in a violent world where things get ripped apart in front of you. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, but damn. And then Eric Idle shows up on a junk planet, and it's all good. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. So yeah, to me that that was a, a far more violent movie in a weird way than than something like Shazam. Like there there's no real stakes to a lot I'm of I'm going to go off on a tangent here for a second. It's one of the things that bugged me about the whole Michael Bay th- stuff. It, and I think part of this is actually Spielberg's fault. He produced at least the first one. I don't know about the ones after. But the thinking was you must and the worst part about the Transformers cartoon to me back in the day was Spike what did you write like Spike? The kid. I had no interest in these human characters. Okay. I know I, I cared about Optimus Prime and Bumblebee okay, and Starscream enough. and uh, Jazz and all those guys. Those are Rawhide, man. Rawhide uh, and, and all those guys. Those are the characters you care about. Spike, I think you're in the way. They, <laughs> Bumblebee just has to worry about you. And in, and in the films, we, we frame the movie around them. Around this relationship between a boy and his car, and that's, that's exactly wrong. Cause that's there's, a fair they, point. The thinking was... Well, how are people going to relate to these robots? We got to get these human characters in there. I'm like, no. Look at any Pixar movie. Fair, fair point. Where, uh, where most of the characters are not human. Yeah, you got Toy point. Story for Pete's sake. Fair point. None of them. I agree. It's a ridiculous notion. It was. It was a bad. It was just sort of a bad framing from the jump. It's like the kids' movies think you got to put kids in the movie so kids will care about the movie. No, no, no. <laughs> I liked Indiana Jones because Indiana Jones was dope. Once you put Short Round in there, I'm like, eh. 
I mean, okay. I, I don't relate like, more to – I like Short Round too. Yeah. But I feel like Short Round was like this, oh, yeah, we got to make sure that this is fun for kids, yeah. even though we're going to rip somebody's heart out of their chest later <laughs> on in an hour 20 minutes. Anyway, my point – what was my point? Well, just that was a, my tangent on yeah that. about the, the how the Transformers made a fatal mistake, which I agree. I agree with that. Back to back to this movie. Um, you got the touch. Sorry. I don't. I don't want. Let's so not the, dwell on that. Wanted to throw that. The music that. was a, a disaster. You've got the power. Yes. No. <laughs> that was, even even at the time, I was like, "This seems like a bad choice." No, I remember, <laughs> I remember being enraptured by that. Oh. You got the power. No, I, it was not what I wanted. Oh, my God, that was so awesome. Are you kidding me? Back to Shazam. Interesting thing about Zach Levi is I like his performance. He's not playing the kid, though. He does, though. He's not playing the kid that we see. That yeah, kid. The, he's goofier as an adult than he is as the kid. Yes. This is true. And it, and it seems more than just, oh, I've got power, so I'm goofy. He seems like a completely different – he seems like – The kid is darker. The kid's way darker. Yeah, this is true. And this morose. And and the kid's the kid's performance, actually – He's doing – He's doing – He's uh, doing the heavy lifting here. Well, he's doing like what guys do when they play women. They always play oh, this uh, – Zach Levi. Yeah, they, yeah. they always like when you get guys to say, "Hey, play a woman" or whatever. They, they always, overdo it. Yeah, they do this over-feminized version of what they think a woman is in their head. But if you look like at a woman and she's just walking down the street, she's just walking, yeah, yeah. like a regular human being. There's nothing. She, mm-hmm. She's not working like a. He does the same thing with the kid. He's doing a, his his impression of what a kid would act like if they were an adult. Yeah, he watched the movie Big and he's taking it up a notch. Yep. <laughs> That's what he's doing. There's literally a toy store with a floor piano in it for Pete's There is. There is that callback. I like that. I thought that was cool. Like, ah, wink, wink. You didn't like that? Nah, I I guess. It's It's literally there for you. It's the kind of thing that bugs me about when people do a trope that is so obviously cliché but they try and make it okay by saying, yeah, but we know we're doing the cliché. We know we're doing it. It's like, yeah, okay. That eh? doesn't mean you did eh? something clever. You see the piano, eh? You like that? Kevin Smith had did a did a run on um, on Green Arrow comics years ago. Uh-huh. And Mysterio, sh- spoiler alert for whatever qu- comic this was, I think it was called Quiver. Mysterio shows up at the end, and he's you know the sea level villain for Spider Man, and he's doing this final thing. Just torturing. Maybe it was actually Daredevil. I can't remember if it's whatever. It was Daredevil or, or Green Arrow. But Mysterio was doing this thing, this final Hail Mary because he was dying of cancer. And the last issue is him monologuing and explaining his whole evil plan. But Myst- but the whole clever part is Kevin Smith wrote Mysterio to say, I know this is a cliche for the bad guy to say the whole budget, blah, blah, blah. Talking killer. Nah, nah. And then does the thing anyway. I'm like, that doesn't make it clever. I like Kevin Smith, but... Eh, it's a similar thing. It's fine. Whatever. Not a big deal. <laughs> minor, minor thing that bugs me on occasion. You're insane. <laughs> I mean, it was just a quick flash. It's not like they dwelled. On I know. This. It's like it's like in a movie when somebody says the title of the movie in the movie and just like, okay, yeah, we got yeah, it. I, I, I thought it was cute, uh, particularly for a kid movie. I thought it was it yeah. Was cute. It, that's something that's there for the adults. A little wink to yeah, the adults. Yeah, it's sort of one of those things where I, the, the what I what I imagine it to be is you have some bored parent who's there at, at Shazam with his 
They come out of their coma for a few <laughs> seconds to see that. Like, yeah, oh, I recognize something. Yeah, no, I see that. You know, that's, that's a little wink to the and parents. Then they, and then they go back in their diabetic coma. And... <laughs> there, there are moments here that, that I thought were all right. There's a weird moment with the mom. Okay. Um, you didn't like that scene where, where, so, he, where no, he finds her. No, I liked it. it it's it's really... It's real. I think it's interesting. Well, it, what's funny is you talk about the violence or whatever. I thought it, that's I emotionally thought, disturbing. I thought that was much more disturbing. I agree. That's what I'm kind of getting to <laughs> is like, is finding the mother who was there, who's been around the whole time, and left him on purpose. Yeah, was is, around the was around the corner. Is brutal. Very brutal. And grounds this movie in it gives this movie emotional weight that it didn't have until that. Until that oh, moment. I, I thought that moment was so well done. You know what I really liked about it is they found a way to give us the sweaty, fat, wife beater wearing asshole boyfriend that never would accept her having a child. They do it with just a call out from behind him. Yeah. Like we never see him, but mm-hmm. but we see him. Yeah. We we know who that guy is. You know, get back in here. And he's got a beer in his hand, and he's a real loser. He doesn't want—I mean, we can see that boyfriend. Yeah. And they, they did it with just kind of a nice little subtle— they, Yeah, it's they, best that we don't see him. Exactly. They they know we're going to get it. And I'm like, okay, that's well done. That, that's that's nice. And then it's actually kind of sophisticated for a kid's movie. Yeah, I like that. Uh, and I, I was delighted by this the super family at the end, yeah. although I found it odd that all of the— the guys get the puffy rubber suits, and the girls just get to be girls. They just got the short sleeves and the skirt. No <laughs> muscles for them. Well, we don't want them to look fat. Well, come on. Yeah, can be, they're, they're, what are you? Ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, <they> don't, <laughs> what, what do you want them to look? Do you want give them, them the p- puffy suit? No, you don't give them the puffy give suit. Give them a little bit of definition or hire some an adult woman as, with some muscles. I don't know. As, as I'm sure. If uh, Mr. Tarantino was here, he would say, is that they are the idealized version of ourselves. And for the guy, the idealized version is going to be the more muscular, bigger, more masculine figure. But for the woman, that's not going to be her idealized version. Hers is according going to, be to more, who? According to Tarantino. I'm sure. Well, he that's would say the thing, that. isn't it? Yeah, but, <laughs> but I think he's. Tarantino. But I think he's right. I think. Mm. I think in some ways, it, you know, Superman is kind of just that. He's an Uberman. He's sort of the idealized version of how we would like to see ourselves. He's good looking. He's tall. He's you know, you know, a mass murderer. <laughs> he's a mass well, what? in the last two movies, yeah. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Maybe not intentionally, but he's certainly. My my point collaterally is, damaged millions of people. My point is, mass murder or not, he's kind of a he's manslaughter. He's, he's mass a, manslaughter. He's an idealized vision of ourselves. One of the best manslaughterers around. Oh, stop it! He's not a manslaughter. When he bad. shows up at the school at the end of this movie, you're oh, like, oh, there's that guy that killed a bunch of people. Oh, geez. hey everybody, <laughs> it's the murderer oh, showed up to our lunch. Stop it. Aren't you excited? Shame on you. And look in awe. Shame on everybody. you. Everybody. Shame on you. Remember when there was a crater in Metropolis? <laughs> and the only one left that. was that dude? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm ignoring you. It's Superman <laughs> is a hero. He's, <laughs> not in the Snyderverse, with, he's not. With great hair. 
<laughs> he's a son. Oh, I, 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 can't dis, I can't dispute that. Yeah, the so, man's got hair. So, yeah, he's the idealized version. I don't think women's idealized version is to look like weightlifters. I'm not it's, saying weightlifters. just some definition. No, they don't want that. They want to look like Storm. That's the idealized. Storm? Yeah, a beautiful, highly berry kind of figure. Pretty, but elegant, but still can kick it. You know, that's what they want. Mm, kind of mediocre actor, that kind of. <laughs> Holly Berry is not mediocre She's act. fine. She's, yes, she is fine. This all right, true. all right. <laughs> cut this out. This whole thing's out of the show. <laughs> Cleveland and the House. Uh, yeah, Holly yeah. Berry. Um, Bedford Zone, I'm just saying. Some of the comedy didn't land for me. I, there was a, Intellectually, there was a moment I understood to be funny, but the execution didn't work. I just work. love the idea that you're sitting there intellectually processing. Well, when it comes to comedy. I, I, I get this. This is may a, I give the example, please? Uh, this is a comic May moment. I please give the example? Give the example. It's uh, during the final fight scene, and they're like a block away from each other. They're all mm. both up in the sky yeah, yeah, yeah. yelling at each other, and he's monologuing at him, but that he's so cool. far away. He's like, I can't. You didn't like I that? It, I like the, I, 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 the idea of it is amusing. It, I, in execution. Oh, my God. You are a hard man. It you didn't know quite land. Oh, stop it. That was funny. <laughs> Because, I mean, you know, they're up in the sky, and it's this sort of tense moment, and they undercut it with a little bit of humor. I thought that was nice. No, I if it worked, yeah, I agree. It did work. Eh, I mean, uh, as long as they didn't get heavy-handed with it, like, I don't have a problem with those moments as long as they, and this film is good at this, don't linger on that stuff. They just kind of drop it in and then keep moving. And and that's what they did there. No, I, 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 have, no, I have no disagreement with the attempt. Oh, and I have no idea uh, a disagreement with the concept of the joke or even where they placed it. It just didn't – there's something about the performances or the editing or something. The timing didn't quite land for me. Well, I will and, disrespectfully and, sure. disagree. Wait, or, disrespectfully? You know what I'm saying. How dare you? Bastard. I How will respectfully, respectfully disagree. The yeah. opposite of our title. Okay, I will – you know what I'm saying. But I disagree with that. It was that's that fine. was a it was a nice moment. Yeah, that's okay. It was it was a good moment. You want a sequel? Uh, yeah, I think it's, I think it deserves a sequel. I mean, it's one of those things that kids' movies for me tend to be take in the take or leave it category. But if I if I if I had to sit through a kids' movie, I don't dislike these characters. I, I think yeah, they're fine. I like the kid who was in the house who kind of had the um, disability I thought was really nicely done. Yeah. I really liked the parents. I found them interesting, the, the um, it's foster nice, parents. It's nice to get foster parents who are genuine. Yeah. They look like kids who have been through the system. I even liked their racial makeup. looked interesting. I Incredibly just, diverse cast. Yeah, really diverse cast. I, I thought it was, yeah, these are characters that I like. I mean, the only, the only warning I would give is don't go here looking for X-Men. or look, it's, it's, a, it's a kid's movie. Oh, it's better than X-Men. Yeah, for sure. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you were sitting and wait for that, you bastard. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, Open. This is better than X-Men. Thank you for bringing that You've up. You've defeated me again, Chandler. That's a good point. No, it is not better than X-Men. But don't come here looking for a traditional Superhero movie. It's not that, but it, but it's a. It's I'm going to get rid of the word "not" from your statement right there. I'm going <laughs> to edit out the word "not." But it is a nicely put together kids movie, like for your teenagers. I don't think it's too scary. You don't see a lot of blood here. It, it, it's fine, and and I think the other stuff you're saying are, is right. The superhero is definitely not the kid. 
the the when he's as a superhero, he's way goofier. Oh yeah, Zach cool. Zach Levi's doing his own thing. Oh yeah, and it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. And, and really, what he's doing is again, and this may be unfair. I think he's doing it more for the parents than the kids in the audience. He's doing how the parents see children as opposed to how children would see themselves. Sure. Yes. And there's there's a lot of that going on, which it's fine. You got to give the parents a little, throw them a little bone. And there are little pieces in here that throws the parents, you know, a little bone. I hated that he flossed, though. Why? It's it's something about that that seems so pandery to me. Just say, oh, this is popular. Go do the floss dance. Like that? Yeah. What are we doing? Well, I mean, what are we doing? It's fine. Yeah. Little something for the little something (sighs) for the popular people. I mean, that's yeah. Backpack kid needs his royalty check for that. <laughs> Don't need it. Um, it was okay. I'll never see it again. I, I, or, nor I. I mean, I saw it. It was fine. It was fine. Nice night out. No, no issues with it. But I have no need or wish to see it again. Yeah. Yeah. That that's just for sure. You know, it's not like you know how I remember when I watched uh, Black Panther the first time, mm-hmm. and I was sort of blown back in my chair. And I was like, wow, I gotta. I got to go through this film again just to kind of catch. Like, stuff was coming at me so fast. I just need to to go through it and see some of the messaging and things that I missed along the way and some of the smaller things that I may not have observed closely enough. I don't get that feeling with Shazam. I was like, yeah, I got everything. I yeah. got, <laughs> I'm good. I was way ahead of you. <laughs> yeah, I, I got it. Yeah, I, I got it. I knew, I knew how it was going to end pretty much. I mean, there was a little bit of a twist, but not much. I, I got it. I'm yep. good. Yeah, uh, it would have been fun to maybe this would be too much like Monsters Inc. But it would have been fun to do something more with those the doors. You know that that whole door sequence. Yep, could have led to a really cool action scene. Absolutely, there could have been some stuff there. Absolutely, um, as it was, it was really just kind of a gag. Yeah, exactly. That it was kind of a gag, and even the monsters on the walls that come alive. I mean, that was fine. You know, it was, it was okay. It, but it, but it was, it's kind of what you would expect. The monsters were all too samey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's they're real. They're, they all it's like you can't tell who's who. There's yeah. It's what you expect from a kids movie. It has that. Not know, Return to Oz. Well, that I I don't even remember that. I you saw gotta it. check out Return to Oz, man. I'll I'll check that out. Well, you probably shouldn't actually. Well, <laughs> was it a kids movie? It's marketed to kids. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. It was a while ago. It certainly ain't for adults. Why not? I'm not sure it's for anybody, to be fair. <laughs> I mean, it could have been, been aimed at adults. Uh, Wizard of Oz was kind of aimed at adults. Yeah, well, sure. In in this, I guess, it was in a more... Because what you're describing sounds really intense. It is. That's what I'm saying. It may not have been marketed It is. To kids. I mean, Dark Crystal was marketed to kids, and that's intense, too. What's that? The Dark Crystal. No, Dark Crystal wasn't just marketed it's to kids. It's a family film. It is a family well, film. Well, yeah, I mean... But it wasn't for adults. I mean, Mark, that crystal was really dark, though. That scene yeah. where they have those claws. The whole thing. And then they're shoving it in those little beans, and then you can hear them scream. Like, ah! And then they take them, and then they throw them in there. I remember that from Dark Crystal. There's a scene where they're like these little rat-like creatures that they're eating with their metal t- Oh, claws. you're talking about the dinner scene. Oh, that's really intense. Yeah, they got these little roly-poly. Oh, that was intense. Yeah. I, I, oh, my God. It's like eating Muppets or something. Well, they're, they're Muppets. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, but it was intense. I thought that was, whoa. That was like the least intense part to me. Like That whole movie is nuts. No, I just thought the little poor little things, and they're like, 
Their food. Yeah, I guess. I'm still <laughs> what about the draining the soul out of people's lot, you know, bodies with the crystal and with putting like an IV and oh, yeah, getting their cool. juice? I was cool up. with that. You're cool but, with all that? Yeah, that, that was all fine. Right. But, but, the, <laughs> but the little mice creatures yeah, the, the that get cute, eaten, no good. Yeah, the cute little mice. Oh, hey. All right. <laughs> I love Fizz Gig. That's all I know. <laughs> Fizz Gig was dope. Dope. That said, took a lot of tangents. Uh, it's okay. We'll see you. Um, yeah, if you have a teenager, particularly good wait, film. Teenager? Well, if they're not if they're teens, yeah, tweens, maybe. I was thinking somewhere from like twelve to like. 15. Like weirdly, it's PG thirteen, and I think once you hit fourteen, you're too old for this movie. No, I <laughs> like say it should be PG thirteen no. and lower. I don't. I don't disagree. With that. I right, think it'll be, it'll be five or fourteen. Dumb joke. I was thinking about like the kids we teach. Like they would like this movie. Would they? Yeah, I think they would like. I don't think they would love it, but I think they'd like it. I think it'd be fine. They like stuff like the hate you give. Ugh, talk about a horror movie. What else? What else? <laughs> what else do these these kids like? Well, they and like they see on, whatever's on Netflix. That's what I'm about to say. They like a lot of Netflix. Whatever, gar- and it's usually garbage. Like they love the Bird Box. They talked about it in my class. None of them talk they? about Bird Box. Yeah, um, we had a nice discussion about it. They liked that a lot. They, they end up talking about these these like direct to DVD style movies I've never heard of, and I got to look up later. I'm like, this looks like garbage. They like Black Panther. They love that. Oh sure, everybody's that's the new Home Alone. Like when I try and go for a reference, a movie reference to kids, it used to be Home Alone. Because weirdly, that's the movie that everybody still sees, Indeed. regardless. Like, it's 100% of your class has seen Home Alone. So I'll use that for examples and various things. Indeed. Uh, now it's Black Panther. All right. Check us out on the internet, folks. Disagreepodcast.com. We're on the Facebooks. We're on the YouTubes. The podcast app on the Apple. The Google Play Store. And with that, everybody, we will talk at you next week. Bye. Peace and chicken grease, peoples. I want to make a black breakfast club. Okay. I don't know. I just thought I'd throw that in there. All right. Well, <clears throat> what time you got? <laughs> yeah, we can polish that off. No problem. I think that would be so cool to have a black breakfast club. Wasn't that called Jumanji? No, it was not called Jumanji. Oh. <laughs> Either one of them. But yeah, I think I, it would, that would be really dope, as you say. What are you making fun of my... Uh, not at all. My hip language? Not at all. I even have the last scene pictured of... I would have the, instead of Don't the, you forget about me. Now, here's me. the thing. I would use, don't, the, don't, I would don't, use the original don't, song. Don't you. Either that or have John Legend do it. Forget it. Of course, yeah. Or, but I would have him, I would change it. I would have the thug. You sure you want to air this? Yeah. The, okay. The thug driving off because okay. he's, he's a drug dealer. Okay. And he's in his car wheeling and dealing. This is the uh, the Judd character. Yeah, the Judd character. But now he's a drug dealer. Okay. And so he's wheeling and dealing in his car. He doesn't just wear Levi vests now? No, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's wheeling around. He he turns around, and as he's driving, you know, he's thinking about the day, and the weight of the day is sort of weighing down on him, and a little tear trickles down his, his uh, face, and then he throws up a fist. I hate it. <laughs> you, you hate it? I hate you it. You despise it. I really hate it. I act, right. I actively I have <laughs> With every there's, there's like your, a part of my insides your colon broke apart from your body. <laughs> uh let's end this let's end this disaster. I'm telling you Black Breakfast Club it's a, 2025. Well, coming your way as sold to me, probably terrible.
I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Black Breakfast Club. I think there's already a, a Black Breakfast Now that I think about it, there is a Black Breakfast Club. It's well, on the a, radio. Yeah, that's a <laughs> Breakfast Club. I just, it just occurred to me. It's like, wait, isn't there already a Black Breakfast oh, Club? See, see, that's what I'm saying. So then the cast of the Breakfast Club. Oh, man. And then the universe folds in on itself. <laughs> goes into the Breakfast Club. And we disrupt the entire space-time Boom. continuum. Boom. This is some Back to the Future stuff, man. I'm a genius. Or... An idiot. <laughs> no, I'm going for genius. I'm going for genius. Black Breakfast Club 2025.